You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. From now on, I am not Robert Clapper. I want you to call me Smokey. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Dr. Smokey Clapper. That's the greatest. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Simon and Garfunkel. That's another great tandem. Giving their music tremendous depth, just like a straight man and a comedian. And nobody knows the world of comedy better than my guest, the great George Schlatter. George, all right, it's my turn to go to work. How's your knee doing? It's still early in the game. It's going to take a whole year because of how bad it was. But now it's your turn to ask me some questions. Well, it was uh, for you to be doing a show about comedy right away is a surprise, you know? <laughs> Not only are you a surfer, but you are perhaps the most brilliant surgeon and sculptor. The statues you do are just magnificent. Thank you. Thank I had you. trouble with my knee for many, many years, and I didn't want anybody to touch it. Finally, when I saw your sculpture and right, all the stuff you have, I said, well, we'll give this a shot. <laughs> so, so I go Thank you. And I am terrified, right? So I meet this charming man with all of the great sculpture, and uh, you performed this thing on my knee, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what a strip this was, because <laughs> first of all, people now, the scar doesn't exist. It was a, I think you opened me up for about a foot and a half. And all kinds of the stuff in my knee. I can't wait till I try to go through a metal detector. But anyhow, anyhow you fixed my you fixed my knee, and now people come over to the house just to look at the scar. <laughs> and you're magnificent. It's the only body part I'm not ashamed of. <laughs> but, but you are you are magnificent. Now, for you to be doing a comedy show just doesn't make sense to me. But because the, what you do is not funny. But this. Yeah. But it's wonderful to hear that you appreciate comedy, you know? I appreciate really the the fact that you you have your own operating room, George Schlatter, where you were such an innovator with cameras and camera angles. And it, it, to make it onto the screen, the work that's behind it, it's just like looking at that scar on your knee. The work that's behind it. The reason the scar looks so quiet on your knee is because... My teacher, Ranawat, who invented the knee replacement at the Hospital for Special Surgery, where I trained, they used to say that when he operated, it was as though he was looking at a rose in full bloom, and he would just pull the petals of the rose one at a time off. And that's how he went through the layers, skin, epidermis, dermis, the fascia, the, the fat, the layers that make up our body, just respecting them as separate layers, like a seven layer cake. If you do that as a surgeon, then you inflict less trauma on the tissues that have nothing to do with the damage. And they appreciate that. And that's how you bounce back that much quicker from a major operation. So thank you for the kind My words. It doesn't look like you did stitches. It looks like you crocheted it. I mean, uh, yes, yes. My, my mother was a nurse and that was her hobby. She really? loved knitting and crocheting. So I probably watched her more than I watched the plastic surgeons who I learned how to sew things up from. I watched my mother doing her knitting and crocheting. You were totally right. Well, my, Can I ask you a question? My knee because, gave me trouble for a long time. And, and uh, I used to look like a Muppet trying to tap dance. But now I can walk pretty good and straight. And uh, I'm very grateful to you. 
It's my pleasure, George Slatter. And it's still early in the game. Until it's 365, that 366 day, that's when I want to talk to you because it takes nine months to have a baby. Why is that? Why nine months? That's a long time because God didn't ask me. That's why it takes a whole year to get all of that trouble out. Yes, you have new cartilage, a new joint that I resurfaced, but those muscles hated living with that arthritic joint for so many years. That's why it takes a whole year to bring them back to life. And you, I can't wait to talk to you on the day after it's a year, which will be great. Well, you're amazing. You really are amazing. But to imagine the fact that you are a joke junkie, right, <laughs> that appreciates rim shots, and then still can come in and put a crochet a new knee for me. It's amazing. Well, that's a renaissance man. And I think on many levels, that's what you are, George Flatter. That's why we get along so well, because you recognize. And what I just learned from you in the first segment talking to you is the straight man has to actually know better. Dan Rowan needed to know better than Dick Martin what was funny and actually had to subjugate his funny to make the other guy look good, but he was actually funnier than Dick Martin, which is amazing. Many times, and uh, uh, that, that's our problem with the president. He needs a straight man, you know? <laughs> Can I talk to you about, and maybe this is uncomfortable, I don't know, that. but what really made, you know, you appreciate the sculptures I make. Well, in my house growing up, there wasn't any money to send Robbie Clapper to art classes. There, was, there wasn't any money. So what I did, because I knew I loved art, was my art classes was sitting down with Mad Magazine and a blank piece of paper and trying to copy the drawings of Mort Drucker, who I got to be very good friends with later in life. Um, but he was my art teacher, in essence, growing up. And one of the writers that you picked to be in Laugh-In was the writer for The Odd Father and Jaws and all the classic Mad Magazine stories was Larry Siegel. Tell me a little bit about Larry Siegel and Mad Magazine in your life. 